often we don't acknowledge that we can change the place we take decisions from, right? It doesn't need to always be from our logical mind. It can be from our heart. Hello, everybody. Welcome to my first podcast episode. I'm so excited that you're tuning in. And yeah, I can't wait to get this podcast started. My name is Vanessa Naumann. You know, it's actually really hard sometimes to describe what I do because <laughs> people call me all kinds of uh, different names and I just let them because I'm not really attached to a name. But let me describe it um, a little from my heart. So I work with people one-on-one. -on -one. Um, you could probably say I'm a coach or a healer or whatever you want to guide, whatever you want to call it. Um, I think what's important to me is that it's through the somatic. So what does somatic mean? Somatic means anything that is connected to the body. So the modalities that I work with are psychosomatic inquiry. That could be inner child work, parts work. That could be breath work, various um, modalities of breath work. And I work also with sound, sound therapy. So I work with gongs and singing bowls and all those little beautiful chimes and instruments uh, that make your heart sing <laughs> and bring your nervous system into a rest and digest state. My background is actually a business. I worked for 10 years in uh, the startup world and I love that too. I definitely learned a lot about people, about why people need rest, who needs rest the most in that industry. That's for sure. And I had my own journey to come into this world of mental health and well-being uh, and recovery, I want to say. And so, yeah, various certifications in various areas in case that's interesting for anybody. But I think what I really want to focus on is that since I made the switch, I feel like really I found my spot in the world of what I want to do, what I'm supposed to be doing here. And um, that's also one of the reasons why I like to share this podcast with you. As I'm recording this first episode, I'm going just into this without a plan, to be honest, because I'm usually a person who's very structured. I'm a recovering perfectionist, you know, and those of you tuning in that are Uh, recovering or quite perfectionistic can imagine what that means so it basically means you don't put anything out until it's perfect but something I learned in the startup world which I love is never wait too long to put something out put it out test it see what happens and iterate so how you call that is creating an MVP a minimal viable po uh, product. I was going to say minimal <laughs> viable podcast. So that's what I'm doing today. And I think it's so important uh, to really promote not being perfect. I have to say that doesn't mean not doing things properly. And that doesn't mean not being detail oriented or, you know, doing things in a beautiful way. It just means to be satisfied with yourself while you're learning something new. Right. Because I think I grew up in a way where I didn't get to play or experiment as a child without having this like fear of, you know, creating something that's not perfect. So either things would come to me very easily and I would just be able to do them. Or if I had to practice something, I would usually not stick to it very much. If I think about flute lessons or guitar lessons, you know, I can play chords, 
but I've never become a Jimi Hendrix because <laughs> I just didn't learn that having a process and taking time to improve is a thing and that this is something acceptable, right? Like now as an adult, I'm learning this and I'm very glad about it. That's why I said I'm a recovering perfectionist and you'll probably hear in the background the motorcycles outside. But hey, that's part of the imperfection of this first episode. So yeah, that's who I am. I'm sure you'll learn more about me over the course of the next following episodes. And uh, yeah, I wanted this podcast to be a place for inspiration, for sharing experiences, for letting people know that we are not alone in whatever situation we're going through. Yeah, so I also want to invite people here to have chats about their journey, about different topics that interest me. And I think if it interests one person, I'm sure it interests many people. And I know there's lots of different podcasts out there. But you know what? I feel in my heart that this is something I really want to do. So let's try. And I'm also going to say I had this idea two years ago. <laughs> so now it's actually happening. I did record already a few episodes that are going to be part of this podcast and they're going to be really nice because they're all around topics that I find interesting and I hope you find interesting and it's going to be interviews with people. So I'm going to let them float into different parts of the podcast over the course of this season. So as I just talked about the heart and uh, making this decision to take on this podcast from the heart and not like a decision for marketing or whatever I really just wanted this to be a place to yeah even inspire myself you know and I sometimes take a walk or I sit and meditate or whatever and I have ideas or questions you know and sometimes there's not always the time to have the conversation or when you then see your friends or collaborators or whoever you like to exchange with you're not getting out your journal and say all right so I noted down this question can we discuss this now <laughs> so I thought the podcast would be a perfect place to do that and to invite people and to also hear your feedback on hey I would love to hear about this topic or I would love to come on as a speaker about that topic so don't be shy don't be a stranger I'd love for you to give me feedback if you can spread the word if you like this podcast please do share it I would love to get the word out and connect more people into the conversation so one thing I would really love to talk about today besides the introduction and you just you know getting to know me a little bit is the heart I want to really talk about this because I used to take a lot of decisions from my mind and I know that also from my clients that we take a lot of decisions from our mind without even acknowledging that right like I often get clients so like oh my head is so heavy and what I say to them is why don't you just let it hang for a moment here and the relief they receive is incredible because we're always holding ourselves back from what we actually need so sometimes it's just good to let the head hang <laughs> give yourself what you need here right and often we don't acknowledge that we can change the place we take decisions from right it doesn't need to always be from our logical mind it can be from our heart And when I looked into heart research and the meaning of being connected to the heart, making decisions from the heart, it was just incredible what I found, which is even scientifically proven. Yeah. So in our society, we are always focused on our mind. And even in self-development, we do mindset work. 
right? We think and think and think and intellectualize our stories, our emotions, our triggers, our reactions. Uh, you know, when you read a self-help book or you're listening to a podcast or whatever, what happens often is the thinking over something, not the actual processing of emotions, right? I mean, we all do that and that's okay. It's not wrong. But if we stay in the head, we may change our behavior, but we will not repair the emotional raptures in our body. That's why it's so important to move into the heart. And why the heart? Because it's the center of our emotionality and the center of our wisdom, our consciousness. And the electromagnetic field our heart creates is directly connected to the electromagnetic field of the earth. And that's scientifically proven. And the heart literally sends more neurological signals to the brain than the brain to the heart. Imagine that. Every time the heart beats, it creates a magnetic field. And the heart's magnetic field communicates to all the cells in the body. And it also reaches out and can affect the people around us. And in fact, we can measure the energetic interaction of the magnetic fields between people. It's amazing, I think. It's estimated that about 90% of the vagal neural pathways move from the body to the brain. So the heart informs the mind. That means that however we feel, even if we suppress those emotions, our mind will operate according to the heart based on our emotions. So that means when we suppress them, we may feel foggy in our mind. We may feel all over the place, overthinking, self-sabotaging, because there's something we don't want to feel. So our mind tries to distract us. But when we're in tune with our emotions, no matter if we're feeling low, if we're feeling high, whatever it is, if we're in tune with it, if we're feeling our emotions, there's still the possibility to feel creative and focused. And now here it gets really interesting because in a scientific experiment on intuition, it was found that the heart even responds first to unknown future events that the brain couldn't even predict. So what we feel isn't only connected to the past and the present, but also to the future. And that's, I find that really incredible. So that's when we feel like, for example, a little bit nervous and we cannot pinpoint where this feeling comes from. And we often don't give any attention to it. You know, sometimes it's something that we predict that is happening in the future. When I read this research, the first thing that came to my mind was like when when I was about to break up with someone and uh, or they with me or you know it, there was going to happen a breakup, I would always somehow feel beforehand very strange in my body, uh, my neck would get stiff and all these things and I was like, hmm, I didn't do anything that would cause this. <laughs> But the event was happening in the future, right? So just as a funny side note, And maybe some event comes to mind for you now where you sort of predicted the future, but you weren't aware of it. So keep that in mind. That's really interesting. So now we actually know where to focus, right? Because it always comes from our heart into the mind. So that means for me, for example, with the podcast, I would, you know, get the information in my heart and feel it. And then my mind would be like, oh God, no. You've never done this before. You don't actually know how it works. You don't have a proper microphone for that. 
I mean, I'm sitting here with a microphone and it works fine. <laughs> so my mind is just, you know, creating these stories in order to yeah, prevent me from making mistakes and all these things, right? Which probably also means there's certain programming in comparison to other people who are more free-spirited with just going ahead. They have an idea, they go, right? Which is quite impressive. So when we just think about having our heart as a primary source of validation and truth, before the information actually goes to the mind in order to find a strategic way to bring into material what we've been desiring in the heart, we know that we can switch our focal point of our awareness from our mind to our heart, right? Because then we're connecting to the truth of what we want in our heart rather than trying to think, what is my purpose? What do I want in life? Ba, 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 ba. You know, because the mind is always conditioned by outside influences. The heart isn't. Yes, the heart has emotionality that has to do sometimes with conditioning, but the emotions never lie, right? When I feel um, afraid of creating a podcast, then this fear manifests in my mind in self-sabotage potentially right me being like ah, but I, I actually don't have time to create that I actually don't have time I don't have the right equipment but when I just go back to the feeling of fear in my heart and I feel it through and maybe we can put it even more general in my body right when I feel it in my body and I feel it through and I know that this fear comes from a completely different place that the root is somewhere else and I resolve the fear at the root level, on the body level, then I take away the need for the mind to create stories to prevent me from creating this podcast. So the heart is the place where the emotions lie, where the truth lies. It's just about following the red thread down the rabbit hole <laughs> to the answer, right? Because our mind may not give us a clear answer. So this is how it works. When we move our attention from the strategic mind into the heart, we access our emotions. And our emotions are the access point to our truth. Just to summarize this. So when we allow ourselves to feel our emotions, we get to understand our patterns, our behaviors, our beliefs, our purpose, basically who we are and our journey. And that happens in layers. Obviously, it's not going to be all at once today. <laughs> it's like ebb and flow, right? Sometimes we're in like an intense phase where we confront it with quite a lot of emotions and we get the opportunity to clear, to understand, to feel through and to get to the other side. And then there will be a lighter time again. And then there will be the flow and then there will be the app again, right? Or like the moon phases. Everything happens in app and flow. So when emotions arise, what we usually do is emotion arises, we avoid or suppress, or we get into survival mode. So we may project through victimhood, aggression, numbing, with shopping, food, sex, drugs, rock and roll, you know, you name it. <laughs> um, and that brings us to enter suffering, because we don't want to feel the pain of that particular emotion, right? So that's when we suppress or 
avoid our emotions, we move into the mind. So the mind can come up with a story that sounds convincible. <laughs> and that's when we get into the survival pattern, yeah, the protection pattern. But if we allow the pain in, or maybe even the joy, no matter what's the label of the emotion, and see it as our guide, we get to shorten the circuit of not feeling good and release the survival pattern. And that takes practice. It takes reinforcement. I know it's not that easy to sit with the intensity of discomfort because whatever part in your heart is activated thinks it's going to die. <laughs> it's the ego, right? That thinks it's going to die. And that's why we have the intensity, right? That's why we're like... <gasps> But I need to smoke that cigarette now or take that drug or eat that cookie or buy that dress. Because it, in your body, it feels like, oh God, if I don't do that right now, I'm going to die. That's probably not what you think in your mind, but that's how the body feels in that moment. Yeah. And you can check in with this next time that happens. How does it feel if I would not take that cigarette right now or whatever is your thing? So that's what can create anxiety or even panic within us, right? Not feeling what's in our heart. And then we suppress, suppress, suppress or avoid. And then anxiety comes, panic comes because we're not looking at what is actually going on below. So that's why I'm saying the heart is a place of truth. Or let's say the body as a whole is even the, the place of truth because it's the vessel that feels what's going on below, right? Not the mind. The mind creates a lot of stories. Another example. Have you ever talked to someone and they've said one thing, but you felt something else? That's because the magnetic field that the heart creates between people lets us tune into the subtext of the conversation, the emotion. So some people are more experienced in tuning in on that. Some people don't have the awareness around that, but that's definitely something you can develop. So that's why it's so valuable to just speak out what we really feel. Even if it feels vulnerable, we shift and lift the emotion. And we're also being honest to ourselves and the other person. Because people feel what's not being said. People feel a lie. People feel, you know, something that is going on below. That means we're not trying to fix or suppress or hide. And in society, we're hiding our hearts so much, right? We're going a lot through the mind. Oh, I cannot say that. Oh, if they knew that. I'm to this. I'm not enough. If we just speak out how we feel or what story is going on in our head, we're not trying to fix. We're not trying to suppress. We're not hiding. And that's what your nervous system will feel immediately. We're being honest to ourselves and the other and your nervous system will calm down. will be a relief because you showed up for yourself. And that alone makes our heart feel so much lighter. That alone. So by tuning into our hearts, we're able to tune into each other and even the electromagnetic field of the earth and all living beings. I know that sounds a little out there, but it's the truth. But in order to access these consciousness levels, we need to make space and unlearn and let go of the baggage that we've been carrying. So there's space to pick up the signal. That's also why we feel so good and light when we tap into nature. 
because we tune into its frequency. There is no conditioning on the other side. We don't need to see if that's true, what's going on there. It's just there. It's just, it just is. It just is. And that just feels to our system incredibly calming, liberating, safe. That's why nature feels so safe to us. So I know this may all be a little bit heavy content. <laughs> so let's just, you know, tune into the body, take a deep breath, because sometimes when we hear a lot of stuff, we get into our mind, we get away from our body. So let's just take a moment here to take a few deep breaths together in through the nose and out through the mouth. One more time, deep breath in through the nose. And out through the mouth. And one last time, in through the nose, shake out your shoulders. And out through the mouth, good. And again, it's not that we need to do it all today, right? Or this week or this year or whatever it is. It takes time to change the focal point of where we receive information from or where we trust information from, yeah? But I just wanted to offer you this perspective because it helped me so much to understand. So by refocusing where we take decisions from, our mind or the heart, right? We want to refocus to our heart. We can always be sure to find truth, right? And now you may say, yeah, but what if... You know, I was in love with this person and my heart just wanted to be with them all the time, but I knew it wasn't good for me. Yes, good example. <laughs> Because it shows that your emotions are conditioned, right? That's not the heart that is conditioned. And that's why it's so important to let your emotions guide you and not let the mind create a story, right? Because the story is, oh, I'm yearning for this person. My mind tells me they must be the right person for me. <laughs> But actually, you're just yearning for a similar experience that you had earlier in life. And that feels safe when it's actually just familiar. Right? So it's about following the emotion, letting the emotion guide you to the truth. So when you feel something arise, let it come, feel it through. Don't suppress it and let the mind control. No, no, no. Feel it through and understand where it comes from. Yeah, and then you can release the emotional charge behind it. And that's so liberating. So before we finish the episode, to close the circle, I really wanted to do this podcast from my heart, right? But then there were all these emotions of, oh my God, I don't know, it's scary to, you know, speak your mind. It's easy to do it one-on-one. -on -one. It's easy to do it in my, in my group sessions. But to do it outside where anybody can hear me, whew, <laughs> that's freaking scary. I shouldn't do that. What if people think this and what if people think that? So I consulted my heart. I didn't stop with the story of my mind and said, oh my God, yeah, that's, I don't think it's a good idea. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. But I knew my mind was creating the story for a reason. 
So I tuned into my emotions and my place for that is always the heart. So I tuned into my heart and felt this fear and I was like, okay, fear, show me what you have to say. And I felt and I felt and there was a fear of rejection. Yeah. And I let myself feel it through, let it come up, feel it through. And after I felt it through, it was gone. And I realized, you know what? Okay, let people hear it. Let people think whatever they want. It's not really my problem. And that younger version of myself <laughs> that maybe got disappointed at some point in time really needs me to do this right now. So I'm going to show up for her. Yeah, because there's also a part in my heart that is super excited for this. And that feels more true than my mind telling me how dangerous this could be. <laughs> okay, so I would love to hear from you uh, what this situation reminds you of in your life. Yeah, when did you get scared and listen to your mind or listen to your heart? Share with me in the comments or send me a DM on Instagram. I'd love to hear how you feel about it and your feedback on the podcast. And before we go, one more tiny exercise. All right. So if you're driving right now, please do this later. I don't recommend you doing this driving. But for anybody else, maybe you're sitting, maybe you're walking around outside and you can grab a seat on a park bench or something like that. But if you're able, sit down, close your eyes, put one hand on your heart, one hand on your belly. That's it. And just take a deep breath in through your nose, deep into your belly. And out through the mouth. Good. One more time, deep breath in through the nose, deep into your belly. And out through the mouth. And now feel that hand that lays on your chest, on your heart space. And just feel the warmth of the hand on your chest. And just think of one person or one situation that makes you happy, that helps you activate your heart here. That's it. And then just take a couple of breaths into your heart space and let this feeling expand inside of you. One more time. Let it expand inside of you. And just feel this activation of your heart for a moment. How easy it can be to move from your mind into your heart. Just feeling this warmth from that person or from that situation. knowing that this moment is always accessible inside of you. 
just notice one thing you want to tell your heart. One thing you want to tell your heart. Good, that's it. And take one more deep breath into your chest, into your heart space. And then release whatever you don't need. And then slowly blink your eyes open and come back to wherever you're at. That's it. If you ever need to consult your heart, if you're overthinking, if you're feeling anxious, do this tiny exercise. Come back into your body, into your heart. Yeah. Slow down your mind. Ask your heart for truth. Ask your heart for the right thing to do. And if there are emotions that need to be felt, take a moment, feel them. Yeah. When you pass them by, they're not going to go anywhere. They're going to build up in your system. So whenever you're going to make a decision that feels scary, but is actually something that drives you forward and is good for you, consult your heart about what's the fear, process it, and see how you feel on the other side. Okay? Because we can only take action when we allow ourselves to. And in order to make things happen in life that we want, we need to take action. We cannot just think about stuff, envision stuff. That's the first step. But the real thing is taking the action. All right? So don't be afraid. <laughs> All right, everybody. Again, thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm so looking forward to the next episode. Have a wonderful rest of the day. And I'll speak to you soon. Thank you.